My guest today has been gearing up for his next release, The Good, The Bad, Ugly, on October 7th, with a plethora of singles, with the latest one being Bet On Me. Join me this week to talk about his upcoming project is Albie Sound. Thank you for joining me, Albie. Thank you for having me. How are you doing today? I'm doing good, man. What about yourself? Not too bad. You know, just uh, another Saturday. <laughs> Got some work done. I know. You, I'm sure you're doing the same. <laughs> yeah, I feel it. So uh, we're here to talk about your project. Um, but before we get into the upcoming album itself, uh, let's give the listeners and viewers a little bit of, uh, I guess, a background or a history about you. So how did you get into music and how did you decide to want to become a rapper? Because I know um, on one of your more recent IGTVs, you alluded to uh, your dad being a DJ and your brother, I guess, catching you trying to rap. <laughs> so how much of an impact did all that have in it? I mean, it's a major impact because like, since I was a little, the little brother, the little brother tends to go through the bigger brother's things when the big brother's not around, right? And during that time in my childhood, we had the uh, the cassette tapes. Mm-hmm. And I found a cassette of him rapping. Oh, okay. Yeah, so my brother was rapping. And it was actually pretty good. He never did anything with it. And I was like, kind of disappointed that he didn't do nothing with it because it was, it was dope. Yeah. So, and then I was like, okay. He could do that. I think I could rap too. How uh, how much older is your brother than you? Uh, my brother is about nine years older than me. Okay, and yeah. so this was probably when um, like when you were young, like way younger. So yeah, there's still a decent amount of a gap, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> um, do you remember what like was he just doing like an acapella or did he have a have a beat? Uh, um, so he had a he had a homeboy. Mm-hmm. He had a homeboy that had his own little equipment in his in his spot, and didn't live too far from us. We was living in Rodale, so he didn't live too far from us. And he had a um, beat machine. I'm not, I don't remember what kind of beat machine it was, but mm-hmm. he had them flop on the floppies. Oh, okay. And my brother was actually making beats with him, and he had a little microphone. And I come off, I come off uh, like an introvert, you know, shy, too shy to rap on a mic back then. So it's like, oh, Albert, rap, rap, rap. They were like, oh, no, nah, I don't want to do it. It's like, come on, Albert, what do you want to do it? And it's like, you know, I didn't want to rap at that moment, in that point in time on the, on the mic when the mic was right there. It may be different now than it is back then, but pretty much it was about all of the surroundings um my brother had a bunch of homies that were trying to make music and a couple of them they weren't the same age as him but they were rapping and then they're they're also from the same town some dude calls himself rich lars uh rich lawson Mm. and he's from the same town as me and he's put a lot of songs, freestyles, and stuff on SoundCloud. But back then, when I was in, when I was going through the middle school, to high school, it was um, 
Rich Lawson, uh, Circus TK, uh, a dude named Taz, um, all those people from my t- uh, from my town, and uh, Mike Dash Mike Dashy. Mm-hmm. Those were all guys that were just like putting things out for, uh, you know, mixtapes, uh, different songs here and there. Right. So like they they were kind of uh, what you're listening to mostly back then. Then, or yeah. uh, I mean, well, because locals, of course, but yeah, uh, local locals. Yeah, I was listening to mostly them, and when the HBK gang came out, I started listening to them. Mm-hmm. Ironically, I uh, did my first music video and I wasn't completely out on my show yet. And I am Sue told me to loosen up a little bit. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. So like, yeah, he's like, oh, you need to loosen up a little bit, man. Just relax, bro. Just relax. <laughs> Yeah, so that that's one story with I am Sue that I had. It's cool ass dude. Oh yeah, I'm sure. <laughs> hey, it's cool ass dude. And still the same cat too. Mm. Same didn't change him. So, <clears throat> um, being around all that, like with your brothers and his homies, like uh, making beats and rapping, like did that, as well as I guess your dad DJing, did that help you um, kind of want to be more of a producer as well? Or was that um, that kind of come in later, or like did they be, happen simultaneously? I guess uh, the producing came much much later. Mm. Like, um, high school, in high school, had got FL Studio, okay, Fruity Loops, right? Yep. And the crazy thing about that is, you know, I got a little bit of got a little bit of money of my own, and I bought that. And forever, I have the license for that program because it's a lifetime, yep. <laughs> like lifetime license. I was like, oh, this is cool. And then I didn't really took B seriously. So it was just the software collecting, like uh, a lot of, uh, I wouldn't say dust because it was, um, you know, it wasn't not physical, <laughs> <Right>. but, <laughs> but it was, it was not being used mm-hmm. and about I would say 2014 was when I actually started making beats. So I've actually been making beats, not consistently, for like six years. Mm. But then I stopped here and there. But real solid, though, for two years, like real, like dedicated to it. I was making beats for two years, uh, dedicated. Nice. So, and I've been making beats with... um, with the drummer of Grand National. Mm-hmm. So I've been working with him. Well, they have more than one drummer, but right. my, my, my guy calls himself Drum Raider. That's my guy right there. That's the, that's the bro. But um, <clears throat> yeah, so pretty much I like making beats, but it's also I like working with uh, collaborating with other producers, mm-hmm. you know, just to get another uh, aesthetic, another uh, kind of texture of sound. Right, makes sense. I mean, because sometimes you kind of get locked into your own world, <laughs> thinking that this is exactly what you want without uh, necessarily seeing what else is out there. <laughs> so right, having, right, right. Definitely having that extra input and just another collaborator, I, I can see them helping out quite a bit. Um, with the um, what was it the 
So you said you uh, got Fruit Loops back in uh, in high school, and you just kind of let it sit there. Um, did you just did you just happen to buy it because like you thought you wanted to do it back then, or? Yeah. So I happened to, cause I had the demo. I had the demo version, and mm-hmm. I really liked the program, cause it was like it was easy. And you know, in the demo version, you can't you can't save, yeah. <laughs> and it only plays uh, what you made like a certain amount of time mm-hmm. i forgot the amount of time that it gave that it gave you when it plays whatever you made and then you can save. so it was it was kind of like okay you have to have the full version and um i didn't really want it to to uh to uh you know get a legal copy of it right you know because i already had a legal copy of another program and it's like <laughs> right you don't want to. Uh, <laughs> don't want to yeah. get caught up in that if you <laughs> if you don't have to. <laughs> right. Um. So, another question I had. Um, I guess just still regarding. Um. Like kind of going back to uh, how you got into music. Um. Right when you started rapping and like as you're growing up, like what, what sort of music like influenced you and, um. I guess influenced your style and what what were you listening to other than uh, the locals of course um so my inspirations came from um l o cool j um um nice hove um no um i don't really rap fast but twister's in there mm-hmm. um then um another Another one is um, Lupe Fiasco. I was listening to a lot of Lupe Fiasco. Hmm. I was listening to a lot of Taylor Kuli, uh, Mos Def. One of my favorite songs, and I still play it, is uh, Miss Fat Booty. Mm-hmm. Um, so I always play that song. Like I was bumping that. I bumped that song like five times today. <laughs> I like, had nothing kidding. Like, and <laughs> I don't blame you. It's a, it's a good song. <laughs> Yeah. So it, it sounds like you kind of had a a bit of a variety. Um, yeah. A lot of the, uh, I guess, um, East Coast legends, and then also like some of the more conscious cats as well. Yeah, and I love, I love, uh, and I really, really got a love for uh, R and B and pop. Mm. So like, I really love like contemporary R and B. Okay. Yeah. So like, that's why I like. Uh, songs like Late Night uh, kind of fits that mo- kind of mode, even mm. though I'm not technically singing. Yeah, it's, it's got that um, the whole vibe <laughs> to it <laughs> for sure. <laughs> I, I mean, that I've like uh, listening back to your uh, last album, um, Less Is More, like that same sort of deal. Like I found little pockets of that where it wasn't like full on R and B, but like you can kind of tell like the the influence was there. Yeah. Yeah. I love R and B, especially the old, the old R and B where they like they were really singing and singing. Mm-hmm. I like the uh, the genuines, the uh, the uh, the tanks, uh, Aaliyah, mm-hmm. um, you know, just just uh, Tyrese, right? Uh, One Twelve, uh, Jagged Edge, um, just all those kind of kind of uh, sounds. Right, the kind of the. Uh the R&B sound of the 90s, early 2000s. And, you know, I like some of the people today. Like, one mm-hmm. of them's from out here. 
you know, love Kehlani's music. Oh, yeah. Uh, most definitely. I love, uh, I actually like Summer Walker's music. Mm-hmm. Uh, Summer Walker's dope. Um, another person's dope. I like Blast. Blast, he's fire. Um, just, yeah. you know. And I mean, now that we're kind of on the topic of newer artists, um, like seeing how, like, I guess, I mean, things have obviously changed over the years, like in terms of music and like, how do you think that's like affected your style and, and in terms of like music and also just releasing music? Because I know everyone, um, like not even, not even that long ago, maybe five, six years ago, uh, there was more of a focus on putting out like full albums where everything kind of makes sense together. But nowadays it's kind of shifted more towards like, Oh, what can get the most streams? Like, is that something that you kind of keep in mind when you're, uh, when you're working on your project as well? Or are you more focused on the, um, like full project, like as a whole? Um, basically what, 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 uh, me and my associate, um, um, method not method man but method uh basically we talk about this and does my graphics and stuff we talk about okay so we drop we drop songs and we do these videos so we try to figure out okay we're gonna do these singles as singles and see if they fit together as a project mm-hmm. you know like like for example like for example like i'm great does have is a song I did with um, Karina, aka uh, Outrageous Karina, and that was one of the records that I didn't shoot a video for. I planned to. It's been out. It's been out. It was the first song I dropped, and it wasn't like from the project, but it wasn't like it was going to be part of the project originally. Mm. That was going to be like a like a loosey goosey kind of nice. thing. And then I was like, okay, well, it actually fits for what I'm trying to do. Like, you know, it fits the uh, the the good, bad, and ugly theme that I was going for. So I was like, I'm just going to keep it there. Mm-hmm. So, you know, like the same thing with Bet On Me and um, Late Night, all different topics, but it all fit for what I was trying to do. Mm-hmm. So I do have a semi-concept, but not, not 100% concept okay project but it's like okay so like how many songs how many songs are on the project and put like the songs that resonate well at the beginning or like the song that seems like it's a like an intro at the beginning so it's like two different two different uh, worlds so it's like okay I was gonna think I was gonna put oh I'm great as the first song, but then I then I switched over to you know okay if this is a full project we wanna have the actual good bad and ugly song as the intro. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that, I mean sequencing is a huge thing for sure, especially like because it's I mean it sounds like you're not really necessarily trying to chase streams. It's more like you want to put the art out, so like you want to you don't want to just kind of throw stuff and not worry about where it's placed in the album. Yeah. It's, it's cause like the artists that I listen to, mm-hmm. they, they don't do like single uh, type releases like that. 
right. they they focus on like the uh, the overall project project. Like you know, currently I mess with a lot of Freddie Gibbs music. Mm-hmm. You know, he doesn't do singles like that. Right. And um, and whatever singles you know, he does put out are just kind of Lucy's, like you, right? <laughs> like you're, uh, and you know, to. the same thing with Griselda. They just put good product out. Yeah. Uh, also, um, what was I'm been listening to? J J J I D. It's one of my favorite artists of today. Like, it's a great artist. Um, you know, a lot of his albums are, you know, his projects been really thought out. Oh yeah. The last, especially the last one he put out before, before they dropped that compilation album mm-hmm. on his crew, Village Village, which that's a great project too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's it's great to see like, yeah, we have these artists who are putting out, um, I guess things just to get streams, but also there's still artists who are putting out music um, for the music itself, <laughs> and like they want to put something out there that's. I don't want to say meaningful because that makes everything else sound negative, <laughs> but like there's there's more of a reason to it, I guess. Yeah, I mean, one artist that do release a lot of songs, but he's been doing that ever since he was trying to get um, on the mainstream scene is uh, Russ. Yeah, you know, Russ, but he drops a lot of songs, but overall. He makes good to me he makes good music yeah he's pretty solid for sure yeah so like i have no problem with as long as the music is good mm-hmm. i really don't care how the artist like drops it you know what i'm saying as long as it's good it gets my attention you know i like i like loose songs i like full projects i like them both you know they both have their places for sure for sure um now moving into your project the good the bad the ugly um, we kind of touched on it, how it, like, it sounded like you had a semi-concept to it. Is it something where we're going to get a little bit of each part, like the good, the bad, and the ugly? Or is it all going to be kind of like a, uh, I mean, it, like a whole storm of a mix of all three of them? Um, basically, uh, if you saw my video, Bet On Me. Mm-hmm. Um, that's kind of like fits the, the bad and ugly kind of thing where I had the, um, myself in a rough situation and at the end I get smacked. Yeah. I get smacked and we ran through that a bunch of times. Right. (laughs) And then she smacked, she smacked me hard by accident. And she smacked me hard by accident. She apologized and everything. I said, okay, like, look, okay, my eye hurts a little bit. But let me see the footage. You know what? Keep that. That was the one. <laughs> <laughs> I know. When I saw that, too, I was like, ooh. <laughs> like, yeah, that was, yeah, that was not supposed to happen. That was an accident. <laughs> but it, it, it was legit. I worked you know, out there. <laughs> it was legit. So that 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 fits on the bad, ugly, the good, you know, stuff like late night. Mm-hmm. You know. Sure. Like it's the uh the more um 
or even out of place fits for that good too yeah that's what i was gonna say like i was just pulling up the the singles again like out of place i could like if uh if we're go if we're to go with uh late night being in the good i, I could see out of place being in there too yeah um would the with the album too though um like what sort i mean we're getting the singles on it of course right like those are already like we we established that those are going to be on there <laughs> yeah um but all those songs are on there yeah okay. but um like is are those tracks kind of indicative of what we're going to be hearing on the project as well like for the other songs uh yeah for the most part yes okay yeah right cool and um i guess like when you when you came out or came up with the title and like the idea for this project um like how did the well first how the title come in to uh to mind but also like what um like what sort of songs did you like kind of go into uh like what yeah like what sort of songs did you have in mind like when you were trying to create it for that album or did that album title come afterwards the album cover uh the album um title came actually when the first um uh shelter place thing happened okay yeah so it happened right, right in that march of 2020 okay i wrote like half of this album during that time like i wrote like half of it during um, the, that first march and um oh wow <laughs> So like like so half of that album was written during that time and then other songs were like added like were written like later on. Okay. But yeah, like half of it was like I'm Great was, you know, written 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 that month. Bet on me was written in that month. You know. Out of place was written later. Late night was actually written later too. Mm. But like Good, the majority of the project was written uh, in 2020. Yeah, I can imagine. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of time. <laughs> um, but so, um, I guess then, the, the so the title came from just being in the shelter in place, or was it... Um, yeah, because I, I have a song on a project where I talk about... Um, I mentioned a couple things about it, like, I have a couple songs on there, like like the song. There's a song called "Damage" that talks about the, the uh, things being canceled. Mm-hmm. In a couple bars, and then there's a song called um, dang, um, a sound joint, and a sound joint. Um, I talk. I mentioned uh, being locked in, uh, being locked in the home. Mm. Which is, you know, which is interesting. I'll let you hear that song, you know, so you know what it's about. But it, right. it's about a, it's about someone that inspired me. So okay. I'll let you find out who who it is. I see for sure. <laughs> now, um, damn, I just had something, but I lost it. My bad. Um, the damn, I, I, I lost what I was gonna say. <laughs> I think it was it was something to do with the the project again um well, well it'll come back to me I'm sure uh 
so this uh, this project also has been, I mean, like you said, it, you started writing in uh, March of 2020, and that's where the majority of it came out. Um, and oh, that now I remember what I was gonna say. Um, I was always curious to see like how different artists would handle um, the whole shelter in place and like kind of what music would come up out of that because for the longest time like everyone was just kind of stuck in the house <laughs> so i imagined like a lot of the a lot of our creative people out there you know <laughs> they're like well i gotta do something <laughs> so I'm, I'm definitely excited to hear uh that track especially but also of course the rest of the album um i guess going from that like do you feel like like music has kind of like the way you approach music and like how this album was come about and like the release for it has that been affected at all by all like all of 2020 basically actually yes hmm. you know i've been scrambling trying to figure out okay when i'm when i'm gonna shoot these videos because a lot of these videos that these videos these three videos that i had um i actually wrote the ideas out mm-hmm. of each of those videos and they were like 80 percent uh went went the way i wanted wanted to you know oh. slight things slight things happen mm-hmm. which is no big deal but you know like 80 percent of it went you know especially like late night that was 80 percent mm. went my way our place was like about 90. That on me was like a hundred. <laughs> <laughs> like, like that. And it's yeah, get at least one. <laughs> it was just circumstances that you can't control. Sometimes, right. you know, things happen, things come up and certain people can't show up because family emergencies and stuff like that. So right. all that, but here's what it is. Mm-hmm. And all these, uh, these videos all came out this year, right? Yeah, okay. uh, all three of them mm-hmm. came out this, this year. So, I mean, I imagine you also kind of had to push that back a little bit just because of everything being mostly closed down last year. Or did they? Did the ideas come later on? Um, late night. The late night video was 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 actually planned. Um, and twenty twenty. No, that one was planned in 2020 for sure. Oh, and then uh, the other ones just kind of as, well, yeah, because you said the other ones were recorded or the songs were done later on anyways, right? Yeah. Okay, so it makes sense. <laughs> yeah, Late Night was, Late Night was actually, um, like, the idea was written in, like, winter of 20, uh, 2020. Okay. Oh, okay. Nice. Yeah, video idea was written in uh, twenty twenty winter. Are you planning on um, are you planning on doing some sort of a tour or some shows for these uh, this album as well? Um, yeah, we're trying to get some things uh, things rolling. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, we're trying to get some things rolling. For sure. Hopefully, we'll get on stage with a couple of songs. I know, like. I'm great. I'm great. Would be good on on stage. Bell me would be good on stage. Um, late night would be great 
um, with a live band. Mm. Yeah, uh, late night would be perfect with a live band. Yeah, now that I'm thinking about it, it'd be really dope if um, you incorporated some of like what happens in the videos too, like onto the stage show. Like, it'd be interesting, <laughs> like to see how that would work. Yeah, that's yeah. That's actually interesting. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, with the album, is there is there anything else that we should be like on the lookout for or keep in mind while listening to it? Uh, basically, I would uh, expect um, a few more videos out of this project. Okay, a few more videos. You know, I'm not I'm not sure which songs, but right. it's like a few more videos for sure. Yeah. But then, um, I'm when to do as much videos from from this as I as I as I can. Right. But um, like for for the people who are gonna go into this album fresh without having listened to listening to uh, any of the singles or watch any of the videos, is there something that they should uh, at least be keeping in the back of their head while listening to it, or um, should they just go in with an empty mind, or what, what uh, would you recommend for them? I would I would basically say be just be prepared for you know various different sounds some of some of the beats like I was saying in one of my posts some of the beats may seem like there's a lot going on and it but that's the thing is that's on purpose mm-hmm. you know that's on purpose um, actually the intro track uh, good bad ugly has a lot going on. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I like, mean, given the title, it makes sense. <laughs> yeah, so yeah, that, that track, yeah. So that was on purpose. And the last track on the on the project is that beats like really stripped down. Mm. You know, it's a, it's a very stripped down, and it's more. So I have an, a guy on there. The song's called "Survive," mm. and it's featuring a singer. Um named Troy Tyler. Okay. Yeah, his name is Troy Tyler. Um I'll give you um information on him whenever. Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah. Um another uh, another song is like I have a I have a song called A Heart and Soul mm. which is featuring a friend of mine. Um his name is uh, uh Tony G the uh the artist mm. I believe that's his uh, artist name. Nice. Okay, and then basically that's the that's on the only features I got right here is uh, Tony G, uh, Troy Tyler, and Karina. Mm. So people are definitely going to be hearing a lot, a lot of you and a lot from you. I'm, I'm yes. guessing. Yes. That so definitely, uh, I I think for for a lot of listeners that'd be that'd be interesting. Especially like given the title, given the circumstances in which a lot of it was written. But uh, I think the I think what we want to get at is go into it with an open mind. <laughs> like especially with the uh, the different sort of sounds that you you're uh, you're talking about that's on there. Yep, there's a uh, there's all kinds of different stuff on here. There's a uh, 
there's the boom back, there's the trap, there's the uh, there's the G funk. That's got a, you got a nice variety. <laughs> and then there's uh, you know the the um contemporary R and B kind of kind of vibe on there too. Yeah, that's all. That's all there. That's what's up. Well, I think that's about all I've got in terms of questions. Um, unless there's anything else they want the people to know, any sort of sorry my dog's barking um any sort of uh shout outs you want to do any um anything you want to promote um i want to give a shout out to uh to uh grand national uh drum raider uh my boy method um karina you know basically uh troy tyler tony g everybody that helped with that project no, uh, without those people, uh, this project probably wouldn't even occur because Drum Raider did help out with some with some production on um, on Good Bad Ugly. That's what's up. Yeah. So um, another uh, shout out I like to give is um. Wait a minute. Uh. Dude that produced on great. Oh gosh, Leotis. Oh gosh, Leotis. I do a lot of uh, real remixes on his uh, on his mm-hmm. IG when he's making beats and stuff. And like, I love his beats. Yeah. So I love his beats. So like, I will always rap to his beats, and I always will. You know, when I don't want to, when I don't want to make the beats, <laughs> I'll probably hit him up. Get to get get some beats on some exclusive. Right. Uh, you know what you know what you're gonna get with him. <laughs> yeah. He produced "I'm Great" and he also produced a song called "Heart and Soul." Okay, he made those two beats for sure. He also did, uh, I believe, he co-produced uh, "Damage" with a dude um, uh, by the name of Awesome Awesome Beats. Mm. I think it's like I think he spells it O Y S M. Okay. Think, yeah, that's what I think. <laughs> um, oh yeah, I'm forgetting. I'm forgetting a person. Hmm. Um, Lalo. Um, Lalo is that's my boy. He uh produced um the song a song called "Leave My World" and "Out My Way." Okay. Dope. So you, you got a lot of a lot of producer help, and I mean you obviously produced a couple of tracks as well. So yeah, so I made the beats for uh, Good Bad Ugly, Bet on Me, Out of Place, and Late Night, and a Sound Joint, and also Survive. Nice. Well, that I guess. That's all I've got. Um, everyone listening, everyone watching, make sure you check out The Good, The Bad, The Ugly. Drop in on October 7th. Uh, if it, if you're watching this after the fact, hopefully you gain some insight into the album and a little bit of insight into Albi Sound. Uh, if not, I mean, I don't I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, thank you. Thank you so much for joining me. This was a very insightful conversation. It definitely interesting to hear about the process and 
a little bit of the album before I get to hear it myself. So I'm excited. But for sure, I'll uh, I'll definitely I'll definitely give you my thoughts on it <laughs> when uh, when it comes out. And uh, yeah, I look forward to it. All right. All right. Thank you. Uh, have a or stay safe. You too. See you.